0: To get started, just fill out a brief questionnaire that matches you up with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash FilmDaily today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com film FilmDaily.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slash film Daily for Friday, January 4th, 2019. On today's episode, we're going to decide the top 50 movie moments from 2018, this is Slash Film Editor-in-Chief Peter Soretta, and joining me on today's podcast is Slash Film Managing Editor, Jacob Hall. Hello, hello. Weekend Editor, Brad Oman. Hey, that's me. Senior Writer, Ben Pearson. Hey, what's going on? And Writers, Huay Trend really?
2: Hey, everyone.
1: And Chris Evangelista. Hi. Okay, so we're having an unusual episode on the, today's podcast. Uh, we're kind of letting you in. To the slash film writers' room, as we discuss and try to narrow down the top fifty greatest movie moments of 2018, and I'm going to hand things over to our managing, uh, our, yeah, managing editor Jacob Hall, who is going to be the ringleader of today's activities. So go ahead, Jacob.
3: Uh, thanks, Peter. So as longtime readers may know, we do a list at the end of every year uh, where we recount our favorite scenes, moments, and sequences from the year uh, in in film. And normally this is all done behind the scenes, but this year we thought we're going to hash it out in public. You guys can see how the sausage gets made, you can see how a feature comes together, you can hear the arguments, the debates, disagreements, and it should hopefully be really fun. To give you an idea of of how much work this is going to be, we want to have a top 50 moments, but we currently have on our master list of suggestions 107 moments. So we're going to be cutting more than half of these movie moments down for this list. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through a series of... um, a series of trials where we're going to cut some keep some cut some keep some and just sort of try to winnow it down to the moment that the most to us individuals and matter uh most to the site
1: and, and we should so, give credit where credit is due i think this is inspired by a video game podcast you listen to
3: oh uh, yes the um the, the format I'm, I'm stealing from here uh GiantBomb.com, my favorite video game website, does the end of year podcast every year, and I've always wanted to do similar things with, with a movie web, with a movie podcast, with a movie site, and so I'm kind of, kind of leaning a little bit on ways they've done this in the past, way, and borrowing some of their techniques, and I hope you guys enjoy this because I hope this gives you an idea of not only how a feature gets made, but hopefully it'll be some fun, enlightening discussion, and also, we're going to get into spoilers. We're going to do the best we can to not spoil entire movies, not give out entire plots. But anything in 2018 is on the table here. If it was released last year, we may talk about it. And we'll do the best we can to give even more explicit warnings if we start to, you know, dig deeper into a movie. Uh, But this is your initial warning that, you know, be prepared to skip, fast forward, mute, or maybe just save this podcast for a little bit down the road if you have uh, some major movies to see.
1: If you don't know what happens at the end of Avengers Infinity War, you you might just want to turn off this podcast at this point.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to have a complete list of the, all the moments that we're starting with in the show notes. All right. So what we're going to do now is I want to run through a few things about a few in, uh, entries that we all feel just shouldn't be here. They're added as jokes that, um, that maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get a, a brief, like, mention to we we'll quickly throw them out. So I'll go and start with um, one from uh, Halloween, which is Laurie Trapp's Michael, which is my entry in here. But I think Judy Greer's Gutcha moment, which comes shortly afterward, is much better. So I want to leave Judy Greer's cutcher moment, but cut Laurie Traps Michael. Is that okay with everybody? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. I also feel that um, the falling in love scene in the forest from Border is very good. Uh, but the sex scene, I will argue passionately for the top 50. So I'm going to cut the falling in love in the forest and save my energy for the sex scene. Um, I want to cut... The five boroughs of New York from Gotti. Chris, you want to explain <laughs> the scene real quick? Don't you dare cut that. Yeah, can, can you explain what the scene even is, Chris?
4: All right, so,
1: well, technically it's spoilers two for Gotti coming up. Yes,
4: please. <laughs> uh, in the beginning of the film, Gotti uh, narrates the movie from beyond the grave. Like, he he flat out tells us he's dead. And then he, he mentions he had control of all the five boroughs of New York. And then uh, uh, not much longer later, there's a scene where a guy tells him, you know, in order to, to, you know, take control of the mob, you need to control the five boroughs of New York. And then he lists all the five boroughs as if someone living in New York wouldn't know what they are. So it's it's mm-hmm. a great scene. And I insist it stays on the list and go to number one. <laughs> wow.
3: Chris, can we please cut Gotti? All right. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to throw, throw up a sacrifice. Uh, Laura Can't Believe It's Getting Worse from Tomb Raider. It's a moment I love in, movie, in a movie I don't love where uh, Lucia Vikander has a, is in a crash plane going over a waterfall. and The look on her face is one of, oh my god, how is this getting worse? And it's so good it's not going to be the top 50, so I'm going to cut that one right off. I'm also going to cut Spitting the Blood of Christ in Evil Demon's face from The Nun because I'm the only one here who loves The Nun. Would anyone else here go to bat for this moment?
1: I have not seen the movie. No, I have okay. not. <laughs>
3: Alright, so, anybody, so i'll talk to you guys what, what else can we cut immediately what i, have, I have one
1: i think we should cut the octopus plays the drums from aquaman no
4: no <laughs> I, mean, I, I haven't seen aquaman but i would say that's the only one that should stay on the list <laughs> really
1: I, I i feel like i feel like only one or two of these aquaman are gonna stay and i feel like that is the like
5: yeah i'm with peter just because it, it's such a quick moment and it's it's not even all that great like if they gave him like a really cool, like Garth Algar kind of drum solo, like from Wayne's World. Then I might be like, "Fuck yeah, keep that in." But otherwise, it's such a throwaway, like gag that's just fan service for the four hardcore Aquaman fans out there.
1: And and I <laughs> do love the moment. I just want some of these other moments.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I agree, with Peter. It's, it's a great moment. It's not gonna make the top fifty, especially next I, to fine. especially. There's an there's an Aquaman <laughs> moment here that I think will make it, but so, we'll get that we'll get to that later. Sorry, HD. <laughs> okay.
4: It's so, uh, moment. <laughs> I have one. Can we just cut that lack of a mid-credit scene? Because that's not even a scene.
1: Like, yeah,
5: <laughs> like we're gonna a moment that's just a yeah, moment. I,
1: I kind of like that because there was an expectation from the audience that there was in every Marvel movie. There's a mid-credit scene, and like in my screening, which was the world premiere, when it got up to that point, there wasn't. You know, after you know what happened at the end of Infinity War, like the, the entire theater like gasped like in defeatedness. But I, I, I'm I, I'm I want some other. Moments from Infinity War, so I'm willing to give it up if
3: Yeah, I think guess. I think Infinity War has one one moment here that is not only on the list but in our top five. Yeah. I think that we'll get there. But I think if this one we'll
5: have to it. Yeah, I'd be, be more inclined to keep it if the moment was like maybe the title disintegrating as one last like twist of the knife, like ha but no.
4: See, if it were up to me, there would be not a single scene from Infinity War on this list.
5: Oh. You are insane.
1: I think it's, there's I a scene from Infinity it. War. There's there's a moment from Infinity War that I think deserves to be number one. I the there's
4: only Gettable one moment from year.
2: Infinity War, and I think that's if we if all the other moments were gone, I think we only need that one moment, and that's it. What? got it? Oh, Thanos snaps his fingers. Of course. All right, I would Thanos agree snaps that... his fingers
3: is on the list. We know that for sure. We'll get that later. We'll get that later, though. Uh all right, the goddamn hurricane is shaped like a skull from the hurricane heist. There's one moment where the camera pans up, and the, and the hurricane the hurricane heist is shaped like a skull, and it's are, never mentioned again.
4: There are <laughs> two moments, actually. It happens at the beginning oh. and the end of the film, as if the skull hurricane has returned
3: 20 years later. So I'm deleting i was... it. I'm deleting it, but it's
4: terrible and great.
1: Yeah, that, that sounds like it's online with the octopus playing the drums.
0: Um, I think, uh, in terms of hearts beat loud, I think recording the first song could probably go if we keep uh, hearing the song played in a coffee shop. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'd rather keep that one because I think Nick Offerman just you know the joy that he that is on his face when he hears that song in that coffee shop is. I mean, it reminds me of that thing you do, but it's like a it's a Nick Offerman version of see, that. You know, see, like my the, the, my
1: only argument against this is I feel like that first moment is more unique. It's a lot more unique, but I'm willing to go with what the crowd thinks here.
2: I still haven't seen it, so I will withhold any opinion. I'm
1: not convinced that either of them are actually going
0: to make the top 50, but just in terms of like this first round of okay. uh, winnowing down, I think, that one that
3: one should probably go. Yeah. Let's leave them both on for now since there's some contention. Is there another one that you think can go easily, Ben? Um, Let me see. I would say maybe...
0: the Kessel run from Star uh, from Solo. Um, I I mean, there are some other moments from that movie that stand out to me, but that one just seemed like, one of those things that you knew was coming, and I just didn't find it to be executed in a way that was particularly memorable or like, uh, "Holy shit! Wow, this really lived up to all those years of everybody talking about the Kessel Run." Um, I don't know,
3: anybody, any Solo lovers out there disagree with that? Yeah, we have three moments from Solo uh, on this list, and we're going to get rid of some of them. I think that one can go personally. Yeah,
1: I, I'm a fan of this movie, and I think that that's probably the weakest of those three.
2: I don't even remember much of what happened to the in the Kessel Run. Sorry, it was just a movie that really did not make an impact on me.
3: I would like to argue that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What? I, gonna, <laughs> I thought, I thought, we, I thought we we're moving on from Solo. But if anybody has anything else to add to this about Solo, uh, say your piece right now.
5: No, I was just gonna say the coolest thing about the Kessel Run is the 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 thing with the maw, and it's not yeah. in the other two moments.
3: Yeah. All right, I'm going to vote that we combine Cheddar Goblin and Bathroom Breakdown for Mandy in the one moment since they come back to back. And I wrote an entire article on SlashFilm.com earlier this year about how these two se- two scenes were one scene. Uh yeah. So I think I think we can combine them easily. Do it. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, Any way we can cheat, Jacob? I'm I'm for <laughs> it. <laughs> I right. have
2: um, one that I can cut. I put this one in, but uh, the lost the train station scene from Mirai. While it's really cool and kind of plays with the animation style of the movie, I don't think it's top fifty material. It's a great movie though, so but it's full of a lot of subtler moments that won't really be like top fifty. So you can cut that one.
3: Okay, I have a question for uh, for Peter because I know he added this one. The reveal of another Meg in the, in Meg. I have not seen Meg. Why is his moment cool? <sighs> okay, now Meg is not a good movie. I'm,
1: I'm saying that up front, it's not a movie I like, but the whole film goes up to the climax that they're trying to kill the Meg, and they finally kill the Meg, and the real reveal is that they just killed a smaller Meg, and there's actually a much bigger Meg still out there.
5: I would, I would agree with it if it was more of a surprise, but at that point, the movie has only been playing for an hour, and it was very clear that it was not going to end at that point, so it, obviously there was another Meg.
3: Yeah, like, it, it seems like a really cool moment. Is it top fifty, Peter? I,
1: I I think I'm gonna get outvoted here, but I I would say so. But I I am I think the lone person on this one. Okay, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I, like, I feel like there's other moments in here. Like there's the the fake credit scene for or fake go to fake end of the movie in Vice, which is I think like 30 minutes into the movie, and I think that definitely deserves to be in this mo- in on this list. But that's meant nice to be
5: hilarious, though. Yeah,
4: that works much better than uh,
3: this. Okay. Right, we'll keep Meg on for now. We'll just clearly, clearly <laughs> Pierce passionate about it. I won't remove it yet. So we'll, let's move on to what We we cut. I we don't even like in. the Meg.
2: <laughs> I have
0: I have one that um, I think can go, but maybe Jacob might argue for, and oh. that's Jack raps about a king from Mary Poppins Returns. I feel like
3: nothing
1: oh. from Mary Poppins Returns should be on this list. I, <laughs> I am in that agreement with so, Ben that on seems this one.
3: So good. Lin Manuel Miranda is a national treasure, and I'm highlighting this in hating to leak, but it's so good. I'm doing it under extreme duress, and this so good (laughs) i will say this
1: jacob that that is i think my most favorite part of that movie so but
3: it it is a i think it's a good movie i'm I'm the special staff member who thinks me about returns a good movie you're the only person on the staff
1: that is actually in alignment with the general public on this one so
5: i would (laughs) like to i think that we should cut uh neil armstrong does math from first man simply because the moon landing is such a superior scene and i feel like that's not going to measure up in the top 50.
3: Yes, I, I put this one on here, and it's one I love. This moment—it's when they get launched into space. They're in a death-defying moment. It's this really exciting, thrilling sequence in space, and suddenly, oh, we're gonna do some math to find out where we are. And I love that moment, but you're right—the the moon landing sequence is superior. So I am cutting Neil Armstrong does math.
1: I love that uh, moment, but I feel like it was done better in Apollo thirteen. The moon landing or the or, No, landing. the the whole, like, them doing long division to save them in, like, a drastic moment. I, I mean, it, it's a totally different moment, but it's, like, the same kind of thing, I think. But, uh, okay, w- w- what else should we cut?
0: What about the oh. war on Cybertron from Bumblebee? I, I When I was watching that movie, I was like, <sighs> oh my God, this is just so... Um, I love yeah, that, that was
1: that. the fight
2: scenes with, like, <sighs> those fight scenes were often my least favorite parts of the movie. I liked the moments with... Um, Haley Seinfeld's character in Bellamy more than any of the fight scenes yeah, that took place.
1: Sure. See, this, I this, mean, is, this is I, one I, that I would argue, this is the one I would go to bat for, because as a kid playing with Transformers, this is what I wanted from a Transformers movie, and Michael Bay, when he showed Cybertron, and when he showed these Transformers, they looked nothing like the Transformers I grew up with, and this was like, it brought to life on a big scale for the first time in the way I wanted
5: yeah, I, I I actually put this on here, and I, while I'm not entirely sure it has the power to make it to top 50, I do think the sequence is great. Simply because it corrects the problem that what Michael Bay did with the Transformers, where they were indistinguishable from each other. But this, like immediately from the get-go, not only does it take you to Cybertron in a way that we haven't seen before because Michael Bay ruined it, but it also shows us the new design for the Transformers that go back to the generation one. It has, I mean, it has Soundwave. Come on. And it's Yeah, just...
2: I just I think it's good only in relation to Michael Bay's horrible action sequences and that's why it's so yeah. high up. That's what
0: I was thinking, too, was just like the um, just because it has a a more accurate design or whatever, like the actual content of the scene itself is not didn't really stick out to me as like an amazing thing. But like, I guess there's some some value in like seeing a thing realized on screen. So maybe that's what you guys are connecting
2: with. The blocking is really good, though, like the way that you can see where the action is taking place and who is fighting who rather than like the cacophony of Michael Bay's fight scenes. But I do think, yeah, it's more just because Michael Bay's scenes were so bad.
3: All right, we need to keep this rolling. So what we're going to do now is rather than cut it from the bottom, I want to start picking from the top. I want to start selecting the scenes that we feel strongly should be locked in no matter what. I want to do this one at a time. we will go around in a circle. Uh, we'll, we'll do me, Ben, HT, Brad, Chris, Peter. Uh, we'll each select one. And then uh, unless there's any strenuous objections, we'll lock it in for our top 50 no matter what. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start. I think the Cheddar Goblin slash Bathing Breakdown from Mandy is top 50 for sure. I, I agree yes i've not seen the movie yet yeah, oh wait what,
4: so we're we're voting is that what we're doing we're yeah. not Just
3: voting like... if, i'm, I'm going to start picking pick title pick a moment that you think for sure has to be on the list no matter what and unless anybody like strongly disagrees we're going to lock it in for the top 50. we're going to go around a circle and do this a few times okay uh if I, like, rather rather than pick on the small moments we're going to start like highlighting moments we know for sure need to be here because i think Cherry goblin slash Breakdown is where Mandy finds its voice. It's where, it, like, we realize the kind of movie it is, it, where Nicholas Cage pivots where with, his with, with, with performance is going to be. It's where we find these dark laughs and this hideous drama all at once. It's so good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, so going to me, I would say Cassius discovers Steve Lift's true plan, and sorry to bother you, that's a vague description, but basically it's like, the twist in the movie um i think that's uh, like you're saying with with mandy it's sort of like a hinge point for what this movie is and like a revelation of like oh wow this movie is going there um i, I don't know it's gonna if it's gonna be like in the top 10 but i certainly think uh, a case
3: could be made that it should be in the top 50
2: who's next sorry, i forgot which order we're going yeah. in
3: uh anybody, i agree with ben here i think that I agree, about about
2: I, I agree with ben too
3: uh hd you're next
2: okay um I'm gonna go with oh no he died from game night because I think that is just spectacular line delivery from Rachel McAdams and kind of nails the whole movies just screwball offbeat tone and uh, it's it's just so good It's something that I think will go down in history as one of the greatest line deliveries <laughs> I
3: agree um, I agree yeah I think I think that oh no he died is not only in this list it's top five personally wow yeah that's big that's definitely my favorite moment mm. from game night so top sure. five really okay yep uh brad what do you think uh what, what's your choice uh the bathroom
5: fight from mission impossible fallout it is not just one of the best uh action and fight sequences in mission impossible it's just one of the best fight sequences like of the decade basically it is so meticulously crafted and fast paced and just incredibly shot the, the, the choreography everything about it is is amazing
3: yeah i find it really hard to argue with that yeah. so and yeah. i
2: love the lack of soundtrack to, of of any score at all it's so like visceral
3: hey chris how about you what's
4: your choice Oh, uh, that was gonna be mine now i'm, looking, <laughs> I'm desperately looking for something you can else Easily pick one of the other mission impossible i feel like <laughs> are, are we gonna have multiple things from
3: what we're, we're gonna do we're going yeah at this point uh i would it would be nice if we could have, like, only one per movie, but it's not going to happen. We're going to have multiple per movie for sure. There's
1: some <laughs> movies that just have All right. some of the oh, best. Well, of it.
4: I'm going to go with the, the bear scene from Annihilation because that's like no one no one has ever forgotten that scene
3: since it came out in February. So I'm going to put that on there. It wouldn't be my first choice for now from Annihilation, but I it's spectacular. It has to be on there.
1: See, this is interesting, Jacob, because I feel like... There's a game to this. Like, I should be picking something I want to fight for more right now rather than pick the thing I think that deserves to be on this list the most. Uh, but, you know, what? I'm going to take the I- I'm going to lose this game. And I'm going to pick the thing I think that deserves to be on this list the most. And that's uh, Thanos Snap in Avengers Infinity War.
3: Yes, this, this, this yeah. needs to be on a list. 100%. Other than Chris, does anybody disagree with Thanos Thanos his fingers need to be on this list? It's one of the cultural moments of 2018. Hey, by,
1: by, by the way, Chris, I know you don't love Infinity War, which is an understatement, but I, I've seen this film three times in theaters. and Oh, no, you the, poor man. Uh, <laughs> no, it gets better. It gets better. Uh, but uh, seeing it the first two times where people didn't know what was coming when that happened people just expected thor was going to come in and save the day and didn't realize the half the heroes were going to die like it, i know you and i understand that there's another avengers movie coming but the vast majority of audiences in that moment don't understand and when it hits credits and they it, it, they have not that things have not been corrected it like i don't know i don't feel like we'll ever get a moment in our lifetime as like shocking in like that's how a Disney film has ended,
5: and I will say too, even for some people who understand that like how these kind of movies work, like well, during, for my press screening, there was one one critic who audibly like scream gasped when Black Panther started disappearing, like he he lost his shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, you're, all right. I agree. Uh, Infinity <laughs> War is a
4: bad movie.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back around to me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Colin's final rap from Blind Spotting. For those of you who don't know Blind Spotting, this is um, main character David Diggs raps his thoughts and like sort of raps to himself at the movie. And in the climax, he finds himself face to face with somebody, uh, and he has this soliloquy, this long monologue he delivers through rap. And when I saw this at South by Southwest. You could have hear heard a pin drop in a theater. There's so much anger and rage and sorrow in this rap, and I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing and how well executed it was. Uh, ben, I know you're a fan of this moment too, right?
0: Yeah, and that's one of those moments where when I saw it for the first time, I was like, Okay, I'm this movie is losing me. But the the moment goes on for so long and David Diggs' performance is so good and that passion is so raw that you that it, it's one of the very, very rare times in a movie where a scene begins, it completely loses me and then manages to pull me back in by the end of it. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely one of the,
3: the moments of the year for me. All right. Uh, Ben, do you have another moment you want to pick?
0: Uh, I would say, the final five minutes of Black Klansmen. My wife watched that on a plane uh, as we were coming back to L.A. from Florida over our Christmas vacation. And I just I was doing something else and I looked over and happened to sort of watch by proxy, you know, like through her screen just the last few minutes of that movie. And it was so powerful, even without any of the words, just the imagery that Spike Lee chose there, um, the way that that whole story plays out and really leads to those That that last five minutes of actual footage from the Charlottesville uh, protest riot, whatever the hell you want to call that, the disaster um, from 20, what, 2017, I think it was. Um, man, yeah, and, and just the way that those uh, – that imagery draws a direct line between the KKK of the 1970s that the movie was portraying and what is happening in our country right now. I think it was really powerful.
3: Yeah, I, I think this is an amazing moment. I, I do
1: think this movie is overrated, but I I think if you were going to pick anything in this movie that is transcendent,
3: it's this it's that ending. Uh HT, how how about your next pick? Uh,
2: my next pick is the first shallow performance from A Star is Born. Uh, I think yes. this is definitely one of the moments of the year. Uh, the ones that like is elevates the entire movie and basically defines what makes that movie so like powerful and such a pop culture just, like phenomenon this year.
3: Yeah, agreed. Never, it's never as good as that moment. It, it's so good, we can never get that good again. Yeah. That's the one problem with it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that is the problem with that movie. It all goes downhill.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Brad, how, how about you?
5: Uh, instead of picking something that I know belongs in the top list, I'm actually going to play the game as Peter Tiggit, and I'm going to uh, pick the final rap battle from Bodied. Uh, because I think it is relentless and so funny and powerful and just it's uh it really just brings everything together. It's full of some incredible lyrical writing um and I, it's just a sequence. Every time I watch it, I'm just in awe and I, I love the scene so much. I've
3: seen bodied as well. Who else here has seen bodied? I, I saw. I have it. Not. I, I'm I, the I have... one person that didn't like bodied. So I, I think bodied is is great. It barely <laughs> missed my top ten. Um, i would support brad in this uh does anybody have any strenuous objections to us including the scene in the top 50 <laughs> <laughs>
1: i feel like I don't, I, I, I don't agree but i don't i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna
3: be that asshole who <laughs> on this uh, one
1: it's, it's it's not a i don't know i'm not gonna brad, it.
3: Is, is there some opposition is there is there you have a backup choice from that one that you'd pick if if we all if this one was declined do I have a
5: a backup
3: choice? Uh, yeah, like, what would you pick again? Like, to, to to curiosity, if you couldn't pick this one.
5: If I can't pick this one, uh, then I will go. I would go with the death of X Force in Deadpool Two because it's one of the most hilarious, unexpected moments that I think uh, comes from that movie. See, I, I think
3: that one's more unanimous, right? I think we all agree it's a great yeah. moment. I, I actually get I haven't on... seen Deadpool Two yet. Oh wow. I know. Well, oh, sorry, you? the entire X Force who's built up in all the trailers all die in an accident thirty seconds after appearing. And it's hilarious. <laughs> is hilarious. Even though they
1: have scenes in the trailers that are not in the movie of the X Force in action.
2: Uh, yes. That actually was pretty good and pretty like on brand with Deadpool too. It's
3: really really funny. And I think that since Bodhi had some opposition, I, I I think that this is maybe a safer choice, Brad. If you're cool with that. Fine. <laughs> Doesn't mean it won't end up on the list. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to uh, Chris. What's your next pick?
4: Uh, I guess I'll go with the the gotcha moment because it's in Halloween because it's great and it also it finally gives Judy Greer something to do in a movie which people have not done for over over like the last twenty
3: years for some reason. Yeah, this is a great moment and a great climax. What does everybody else think?
2: I think that's my favorite moment from Halloween, so I'll be I'll be happy with that on the on the list.
3: Yeah, same. Yeah.
1: It, it's a good moment. I don't think it's like top ten, but it's good.
3: Alright. Oh uh, so Peter, what is the top ten moment? It's your turn. Oh, uh
1: what is the top ten moment? I guess uh maybe the Halo jump from Mission Impossible Fallout? I like that I don't know. it uh... might it might also be that like watching all the videos, h- how it was made possible and just like the insane amount of work and the stuff like it, maybe it isn't the just the moment that plays on screen, but like you know, knowing everything that went into it,
5: yeah, i'm I'm torn on picking this over the helicopter sequence simply because even though it is awesome to know that Tom Cruise actually performed this halo jump, the sequence itself isn't nearly as exciting. I, I think one of the reasons that it works so well is because they they shoot it in a way that you don't normally see skydiving sequences done like this because you you see the the ground coming towards you faster and faster, and it's really effective. But I think the helicopter sequence all in all is a much more exhilarating But, but we can
1: we can have multiple things from one movie. So you are saying that uh the ha- the HALO jump you. scene in in this movie does not deserve to be on the list. But I don't know. There's nothing I uh Oh no, he died. Deserves to be on the list better than the HALO jump.
5: I'm I'm just considering the fact that like We'll we'll definitely have two Mission Impossible moments on there. I mean, all three could conceivably make it, but I think the helicopter sequence is better than
3: the Halo jump (laughs) sequence. I, I agree, agree with, with Brad. Brad I agree <laughs> with Brad too. I, I think, that, I think I, the Halo jump is amazing it's incredible but the helicopter chase is even more amazing and incredible I think the,
2: the, hel- the Halo jump is more technically impressive but the helicopter scene just because of the way that it builds and the it keeps going and the humor that goes into it too is it's so good and it's just um I think it's superior than uh, the Halo jump which is a great moment but I don't know if it would be like a top 50 really moment. I yeah. feel like that was
1: one of my top 10 mo- moments of the year but okay I feel like b- all three of those moments deserve to be <sighs> on this list, but uh, maybe that's because this movie is spoiler alert in my top ten.
3: Peter, <laughs> um, would you, was you okay with the, with the compromise here where we put helicopter chase and um, save the Halo conversation for a little bit later? Okay. All right. So I'm going to add helicopter chase for now since everybody seems on board with that one at the very least. All right, so that comes back around to me. Um, this is, okay, we're trying to get, like, get to – interesting points here. I'm going to pick the showdown of the Lighthouse of Annihilation. I think this is the best scene of the year. Um, I don't know why I didn't pick it first. is not, so not, not my favorite movie of the year. That's, that's Mandy. But I think there's never been a better metaphor for depression um, ever put on screen than the scene of Annihilation where another Portman's character faces a um, an alien entity that takes her form and refuses to let her leave the room. It blocks her progress. It's never malevolent. You never, never get the impression that it's like evil, but it's this thing that's there and it's standing in for all of her depression, all of her anxieties, all of her mental illnesses. And it's – for a science fiction film that's about women and human beings dealing with this, I can't think of a, like, a better, more terrifying depiction of literally battling yourself. But I know we already have Annihilation Moment to list, so I want to make sure – I want to check with the group. Are you guys cool with two Annihilation Moments to list? I would
2: honestly – I mean the funny thing is I feel like I, I like all the other – Annihilation moments, but the one that speaks closest to me I feel like isn't the one that everyone else would agree on because it's a moment that is a little bit quieter and I wouldn't disagree that like a uh, showdown is like a great moment in the year, but for me like the Josie turns into the flower moment is something that speaks to some to um, I don't know like the cycle of life and uh, the and how nature is just overpowering overwhelming. And um, I wonder if it's because Annihilation just, like, speaks differently to everyone in some way. And um, so, I don't know. I I like – I would be happy with having all three moments from Annihilation on the list (laughs) is what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) See, I I feel Uh, the same way as uh, Mission Impossible. I feel like all three moments of this should be on the list. I was going to –
0: choose that moment as my next pick. So I'm on Jacob's side with this one. I think that is like an incredible moment. And that's like the most mesmerized I was at a movie this year was in that scene in the theater, just being like, Oh my God, what is going on here? Um, So yeah, I I think that one's, that one's got to make it.
3: What I want to do is since HT uh, has a good argument for why maybe it shouldn't be on there before the flower scene, I'm putting some stars next to it for further discussion and marking that we've talked about it, but we haven't added it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, suggest instead that we put Miles takes a leap of faith from Spider-Man into Spider-Verse onto this list. Instead. Yes. Yes. Cosine. Okay. Yeah. I think that movie, that, movie, that moment is transcendent. So it, I'm going to drop that on there. For those of you who've seen Spider-Man, that's when Miles suited up for the first time, jumps off the building. With that song what song is called Hello Danger. Yeah. Um, what's up, Danger? What, what's it called again? <laughs> But it's Greetings, a really good... danger. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings,
5: danger. Greetings,
3: <laughs> really danger. Whatever
1: it is, it sounds so white coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
3: really, really good moment, a really good song. So it, it belongs there. Uh, so, Ben, what's your next choice? Uh,
0: I have to go with Daniel's prison story from If Beale Street Could Talk. This is Brian Tyree Henry's big scene. It is uh, arguably the centerpiece scene in the entire movie. Um, it is, uh, I think, a 12-minute scene that slowly uh, turns from two guys just sort of bullshitting and and having fun talking to each other to things getting very, very serious. And Brian Tyree Henry's character recounting his time in jail and, and how he got there and what happened to him in the most haunting way with Nicholas Bertel's score just um hovering in the background in in i mean yeah this is probably the second most mesmerized i was it's just a scene of two guys talking but it is um it's super powerful and one of the most memorable moments from one of the best movies of the year i think
3: uh barry Jenkins' greatest strength as a director is he's not afraid to have masculine characters uh reveal their souls and this scene is all about a, a man letting his guard down from another man and letting his heart out, and it broke me. It is an amazing scene. Chris, I know you like the scene too, right?
4: Sorry, I was on mute. But yes, I do. It's a great scene, and I, I think it's the best scene in the movie, so I have
3: no objections to it. All right. Um, anyone have any objections to being on, on a top 50? Because I, th- I think it should be there. Hopefully, I'm bored.
2: I still haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure I will be.
3: Haven't seen it. Okay. Adding it to the list. HD, uh, you're up next.
2: Um, my next one is the beach scene from Roma. I don't think there's any other scene that is as cathartic and as emotionally wrenching as this scene. And it's just such an impressive showcase for um, all the actors in that and also kind of the the clim- the emotional climax of that entire film and the one that I think se- sells a lot of people for Roma who maybe weren't on board until that moment.
3: I any objections? Agree. All right. I'm putting you in the yes. top ten or top put you over in the top 50 all right chris you're up next
4: uh i'm gonna say the the telephone policy from hereditary because i feel like no matter how you feel about that movie uh, i saw that movie twice in theaters and both times that got like the biggest like i can't remember the last time i saw i heard like a theater collectively lose their minds as much as that particular scene
1: when Thanos snapped in infinity War. no (laughs) this scene's amazing uh he
3: have anything to say about the scene
2: I will, I actually would prefer the Annie is just hanging out scene over the telephone pole because while the telephone pole is really shocking in the moment, and then like the aftermath too of, of um, the the sun just like leaving the car is just is incredibly like disturbing the charlie uh, the annie hanging out thing uh was the one that like plagued my nightmares for a full week afterwards and are we counting the whole scene with the with the spontaneous combustion from like from then on until like the end or is it just like
3: I the think one specifically where... annie is hanging out is um spoiler alert tony collette Literally hanging off the side of the wall, you don't notice her until you notice her. Oh, I think that, that I think that's that the shot. That one so
2: good. It's so good, and it just <laughs> like it's something that like builds too. Because for a long time, uh, the she's just like in the corner, and it's something that's like it's like it it is much more dread filled and suspenseful. Uh, and I would say like beats out just the telephone pole.
0: Man, I'm right there in between because I feel like the telephone pole thing is so shocking in a movie that. Um, that it, it you know has some shocking moments, but nothing quite like that, nothing quite so visceral, and you just don't see that in movies. And just the the choice to go there for that telephone pole, um, you know, the the Annie hanging out thing was super effective, but I feel like I've kind of seen that kind of thing before,
4: if that makes sense. But the yeah, telephone that's a... pole, yeah. That's a good argument because I feel like every movie where someone has been possessed has had a scene where mm. you know someone's like crawling on the ceiling or something like that. And you know, I I don't disagree. That scene is great. I mean, I love the whole movie, but I feel like the telephone pole thing is really unique. Like, I can't remember I last time I saw a movie that did something specifically like that. Oh. It's...
3: Um, I I love these scenes both to death. Um, I'm going to side with Chris and that Charlie loses her head only because. I'm also in my brain space, including the follow-up shot of Charlie's head lying on the side of the road with ants crawling over it, or cutting from Tony Colette's screams of pain for the and, you, and the music just creeps in over it, and it's just this nightmare. It goes from okay. being this, this sudden moment of violence to, to like the aftermath of that violence is so horrible. All right, I will concede. All right, but at the same time, Annie's hanging out. I think is a contender. I'm gonna I'm gonna mark that one with stars. to say we talked about it? And we'll get, we'll come back to that one for sure. A little bit later in these yeah. deliberations. I, 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 deliberations.
1: I do think we have to get past the fact that like we we can have more than one scene from from these movies and yeah. on this list because I feel yeah. like some of these great movies this year had multiple scenes and we just agree. need to agree on that.
3: <laughs> but all right, Peter, Europe.
1: Okay, I know this next one, people are going to disagree. Probably most of you are going to disagree, but I'm bringing it up, and this is not playing the game. I, I will make the argument for this. It's Darth Maul and the end credits, or the the, the end of Solo, Star Wars story. The reason why I think this should be there, because uh, it got... Various reactions from the crowd, from fans like it was excitement. Uh, people that knew it, like me, was like, "Oh my god, they're actually doing!" It. Like people beside me, it was like, "Who is that? What's going on?" Confusion. Uh, it was. Oh uh, no, it was discussion. Like it, it, coming out of that movie every single time, or even when I was at the theater, I would see people coming in that movie t- talking about it. Like it was. You know, maybe not talking about it for the best reason. Like, you know, explain this to me. How is he still alive? But
3: uh, I think it was one of the most talked about moments of this year. Mm. I think it's a really good moment. I'm not sure it's in my top 50. But at the same time, it's hard to deny, like, for a Star Wars fan, the thrill of seeing that happen. for The thrill of realizing that they are being serious about connecting the TV shows and the animated stuff and the movies. And, like, realizing that they were... Letting those connections actually exist in the big screen, and to be like, fuck the people
1: that didn't see the TV shows, like (laughs) they're they're gonna have to catch up, and like that to me is like bold, and maybe it didn't work, but I think for that reason, I think it's a
3: interesting moment. I'm willing to back this, but I want to hear from everybody else.
5: I'm totally in favor of just because I was absolutely floored uh, by this twist. Um, It was it's a huge thing, Uh, regardless of my disdain for the prequels um just the idea of bringing darth maul back in this moment and creating this larger uh you know villain presence that really expands the scope of what could happen in the solo movies even though we're probably not going to see what the original plan was for that um was just uh, such a a fascinating thought and a a shocking reveal
2: and i'm against it I think as as someone who is not very familiar with the animated shows, this just seemed to me like it was bringing back a character who I never really connected with in the prequels either. I think a lot of people mostly connected with uh, because he looked cool. And I just don't really... Well, I never... he,
1: in the TV shows, they give him a lot more to do. Yeah, so I but fan... then, like,
2: that's also like in the TV shows, it requires like a larger experience and a larger like connection to the Star yes. Wars things. And I think as someone, for like large proportion of people who don't watch the TV shows, this is a moment that's like, oh, that's cool. I remember him from the prequels. He has a cool, co- he has a cool like character design, and that's basically it.
4: I agree with HT. I'm glad she said it first, so I don't look like I'm the only Killjoy here. <laughs> but, like, if you don't, wa- if you haven't watched those those was cartoons or whatever. You're not going to know what is even going on. Like I, I was talking to one of my friends and he thought this scene meant the movie was taking place right before episode one. And he was like, I don't understand how that makes sense. And I was like, "Ugh, I agree. And that's stupid. So that I I, I, I agree that it's, it's cool that it's shocking that he just shows up out of nowhere. But I also feel like it's like shocking for the sake of being shocking. Like, remember this guy here he is. And then the movie ends. Like, I feel like if it happened, Earlier in the film, and they did more with him. I would like it, but it's literally like a one and done moment. So that's that's where I stand.
0: I think I'm kind of right there with H. T. and Chris. If if there was more to that character in that movie, I think I would have been way more on board with it. But to me, it just feels like a tease for something that may or may not ever actually materialize. And I understand how it has a lot of power for Star Wars fans in that moment, just the the sheer recognition. But beyond that. In terms but, of like, but you don't what think like means... coming
1: out of that movie, like, even you who didn't edit, like, like, I feel like it's a discussion point, it's something we were talking about. It would, like, even if you didn't like the movie, like, it's something like it was a moment that happened in 2018 movie history that like people were talking about this year.
2: I discussed it for like a second and then uh, i did not discuss it any further
1: yeah to me it just it feels like
0: um a little bit too controlled like too purposeful like it, it was too designed to be a moment than something that actually happened as an organic thing um like you know because people were talking about it i don't know uh,
3: jacob do you know what i'm talking about i know what you're trying to say I i, I... I was willing. I'm willing to, you know, support Peter on this, but there's clearly some strong opposition here. So I'm going to go ahead and star this one. So we can come back to this discussion in a little bit. Peter, is there another one you want to pick instead for now? Uh, I uh, <laughs> obviously I wasn't
1: thinking of a of a backup. Um, come back to me after the next person.
3: Okay. Well, the next person is me. And I am going to go with the, uh, Mother Suspirium Arrives in Suspiria. This is the very end of the movie where uh, a giant ritual happens, is going on. Mother Suspirium, the ancient witch she has been discussed much in the movie, arrives. Heads start exploding. Bad, bad stuff starts happening all throughout this ritual. And it is wild. It's maybe the wildest thing I've seen in any movie last year. Uh, it's outside of Mandy. Uh, so would anybody disagree with Mother Suspiria Arriving being on this list?
5: I haven't seen it, so I can't offer it. I still have
3: not seen I it. I haven't
5: seen it. I'm trying to I've debate I've
1: seen it.
2: <laughs> I have seen it too. Um, I'm trying to debate whether. I like the, the Suspir- Mother Suspirium scene made more of an impact on me or the Susie Dances scene because they're both very different. Mother Suspirium is like when just like all hell breaks loose. The movie goes completely off the rails in a good way. Um, but then Susie Dances is something that is so just like cold and visceral and shocking that it. I felt like I was thinking more about that scene than um, Mother Suspirium in some ways. Um, so I don't know. I, I like that. I like both scenes.
4: I would I say know. they should really both be on the list. I mean we're having 50 total, right? Yeah. I think they could, we could probably squeeze both of those in. All right. Um See, you I know don't I
1: don't understand uh, how like we're, we're saying we could squeeze both of the, both of the movies in or most of the moments in from Suspiria, but we
5: can't
4: do that for Mission Impossible? Well, we already have two for Mission Impossible on the list. We have the helicopter and the bathroom
5: fight. And we didn't say that all three couldn't make it, but we we're just saying the helicopter sequence is yeah. better than the Halo sequence in that yeah. moment.
1: Yeah, okay. and I
0: think at this point we're just trying to spread the love to a lot of different movies, and then uh, you know. But as I we... would I
1: would rather reward not a lot of different movies. I'd rather reward the top fifty
3: moments of 2018. Well, then vote for him, Peter. When it gets, to I be am. Your turn. no one's agreeing with me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna star both the spirit moments for now because clearly what that warrants a little bit of additional discussion. I want to grab one that I think. Um, Wait, wait! wait can here. you come
1: back to me because
3: uh, oh, yeah, go, go I didn't do here. my thing? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote another one. I think it's gonna be
1: controversial here, but I, I honestly think it was one of the best moments of 2018's uh, movies, and I think that Star Lord meets the Avengers. Like, it's a moment that, like, you know, we've seen people interact in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for you know 10 years now, but we have not seen the Guardians, who you know are the most like. One of the, some of the most like characters from that uh, universe interact with the Avengers, and that moment I think is one of the you know funniest uh, moments of that movie. I think even Chris, who didn't like that movie, would probably enjoyed that that scene.
4: Uh, it's fun until Chris Pratt starts doing that really awful Thor impression, and I love it. I
1: love, it. I love, that. I love no, that.
4: It's so painfully unfunny
5: that it makes me angry. But I think like, that's the I, point, I love- though. Let me. Yeah. I would like to clarify something here. Because I added that to this list, and I wasn't thinking about uh, him meeting just Thor. I was thinking about the sequence where he meets Iron Man and Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Because I think that scene is the one that that really works.
2: That's so the the Where is Gamora scene, right? Basically.
5: Yeah. Especially when Doctor Strange is like, what master do you serve? And he's like, what am I supposed to say,
3: Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) It's a really funny scene. I'm not sure I can back your top 50, but it's really funny. I like it a lot.
2: It is a funny scene. I will say, even though I'm of the opinion that only one scene from Avengers Infinity War should be on this list, uh, that that scene has the Avengers meeting uh, Guardians um, is a scene that has been memed a lot. And so it does have a place in the pop culture consciousness.
1: Mm. see I feel like everything I'm recommending is getting star. <laughs> no one's agreeing with it. I don't know I feel like that was one of I don't know it was definitely one of my moments my top moments of the year All right. I, I, gonna, I, I
5: agree I hate
3: I, that sequence so well, I think, I think the whole point of this round is anything controversial we're going to star because right now we're, we're okay. trying to go for slam dunks you know, do, you have, do you have anything else you want to recommend Peter you think could be a slam dunk
1: <laughs> I'm on the third round here, uh, Jacob. Um Slam Dunks. Uh I thought that was gonna be a slam dunk except for Chris, <laughs> but I was wrong. Um I guess the car scene from eighth grade.
3: Okay, I have not seen eighth grade, so what's the scene, Peter? Um
1: can someone else paint the picture of
5: this one? Well, after oh. after um, <laughs> Kayla is hanging out with uh, some high school friends at the mall, she gets a ride home from one of the high school boys, and it's uh, a scenario where they she, he's hitting on her in the back seat, and they play truth or dare, and it's uncomfortable, and like you're wo- so worried for her, like you're her parent, but she like stands up for herself, and it's not necessarily the most dramatic, like. Sequence where he tries to like sexually assault her or anything like that. It's it's this innocent teenage thing where you know they're they're it's just this awkward adolescence moment where these two you know teens are ha- having it and she just she pulls herself out of it and it's just it's just a great scene that is so real yeah as far as you know being a teen and and having hormones and, you know, all these worries, you know, it just it's perfect.
1: And I feel
2: I like think the it does moment... hinge on sexual assault, though, because he is an older teen. He's in high school and she's in middle school. And it, because of all like the the dark undertones, especially from this year, it becomes all the more yeah. like powerful because of that. Yeah, and
5: that yeah, oh, okay. seem to lessen the, the severity of it necessarily, but I just meant like he didn't like physically like try. Right, to... right, right.
1: Yeah, I don't or... think the character is realizing what's going on, but I, I do think this film is representative of this entire movie and me squirming in my seat as I, the anxiety is just like filling up inside me as I'm reliving, you know, I mean, obviously this didn't happen in my middle school experience, but uh, I I just feel like the feeling of the scene is so representative of the feeling
3: of this movie. It sounds like it should be on the list. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. So um, back to me since Peter, i have been bouncing back and forth. Trying to pick part a thing on this list. I am going to go with one that I... Th- after, getting, after whiffing a few times, I'm going to go for one that I think, we all agree, should be on this list. Uh, and that will be... Oh, everyone except Peter. <laughs> From The Favourite, uh, Queen Anne's Best Line of Dialogue. I like when she puts her tongue in me. The, the biggest laugh of the entire movie. And just a shocking, great moment where... Um, just the, the the whole... Nobody's hiding anymore. It's just these, this... This uh, lesbian tryst between the queen and her two favorites just comes out in the open, and the, the whole game is just revealed. I think this line is so funny and so abrupt, and Rachel Vice's reaction to it is just killer. Uh, does anybody else think this moment belongs in the list?
4: Well,
2: I like that scene a lot. I would say that the favorite is definitely – the dance scene is probably the superior one in the favorite just because it's so ridiculous and so funny and – also like darkly comic too because at the end of that uh the queen queen anne like storms out and has like a breakdown and it's it's such a good scene i like i like when she puts her tongue in me but i feel like that is just um, is on the level of, like, all the other moments versus, like, the, the dance scene. It's, like, a much higher level. Yeah, I
0: agree with HG. I think the dance scene is, like, elevated. And then that line of dialogue, the, the tongue line, I feel like there are, you know, ten other lines that yeah. could easily go there, um, many of them from Rachel Weisz's character, who has, like, I think the best written character in the movie and just her delivery and, like the uh the acerbicness with with, i don't know if that's even a word but with which she uh delivers those lines i mean i think there's so many just one line moments from that movie that could fit but the dance scene sort of is uh in a in a class all to its own see i feel feel
1: like both of those scenes should not be on this list (laughs) i I feel like those are the highlights of that of that movie but i feel like those are not like in Five years from now, you're not going to be thinking about that scene.
2: Oh, I'm going to be talking about that dance scene. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I think Peter. the dance scene could easily fit in like a recap of the year in movies and and be like perfectly <laughs> this movie in is place
1: so with forgettable it.
3: for me. Oh, no. come on. <laughs> I don't Peter, understand how you get on. that at all, yeah. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? I'm going to compromise here since uh, you've been bouncing you back at me for a long time. I'm willing to put up the dance scene instead of the tongue line. Um, I, well, I, I would have the support of everybody except for Peter on right. that one.
1: The funny thing yeah, I is, think... I actually think that the line is better than the dance scene. But...
3: <laughs> Damn it, Peter.
1: you are
2: breakdancing, Peter. It's I don't funny. think either
1: deserves to be on the list, but I think the line is funnier.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to put the dance scene into our list because I feel like uh, Ben and HT and I know yeah. kind of Chris Tump have seen in the past, I want the favorite on this list somewhere, as long as one of those two scenes, I'm happy, and I think that one has more support. So Ben... Your turn. What belongs on this right. list? I have something that's completely non-controversial. Eric Killmonger's final
0: words from Black Panther. I feel like we all can probably agree on that yes. one. Yes. Yes, yes, yes,
3: yes. Okay. Does anybody, does anybody disagree? No. Okay. HG, uh, right. your turn.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, I am going to go for uh, the Mahjong game in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, this is a scene that I feel like is another like pop culture moment from this year And it made such an impact both on people of Asian-American descent, but also people who were watching it and didn't really know what was going on in the scene because it is about um, that sort of division between the Asian-American identity experience versus the Asian experience and, you know, sacrificing what you love for uh, the sake of the person that you love. And it's it's so good. And Michelle Yeoh is so great, and as is uh, Constance Wu. So I will put that vote down for that scene.
3: It's the best scene in a really good movie. Uh, did it, I, it has my support. Anybody else? I agree.
5: It's, yeah, the, it's, it's
3: the best scene in that movie. All right. Uh, Brad, you're up. Um,
5: since it's only one of two moments from a documentary, and I I love this uh, scene so much, I'm, t- I'm going with Mr. Rogers' testimony um, in front of the Senate subcommittee to save funding for PBS from Won't You Be My Neighbor. Um this, this is a moment that was fairly famous before it appeared in this documentary. But when I saw the premiere of this movie at Sundance this is the first time I've ever been in a a Sundance screening and B a documentary screening where the audience clapped and cheered during this moment. Uh, it is it is perfect, not just because of where its placement in the movie, but because it's a real moment from you know from history, where Mr. Rogers gave this very heartfelt testimony and passion speech, and, you know, turned this grumpy, contrarian, uh senate subcommittee leader um senator from defunding pbs to giving them the money that they needed in order to keep children's programming
3: alive on on the network i watch this youtube clip about once a week it it gives me strength inspiration uh so i think that it may be one of the great moments in pop culture history so i have no arguments here what what does everybody else think i don't don't think anybody's gonna disagree on this one (laughs) who's gonna yell at mr rogers I think the only. Oh, never mind. I'm not even going to I'm not even
0: going to mention it. So move on. No, no, no. Say what you're going to say. I I was just going to say the only thing that I agree that the moment is great. The only thing that might be a case against it is because it happened before. You know, it's not directly from this movie. It's like archival footage that, uh, you know, has existed for a long time and has been a popular piece of. footage for a long time so maybe that could be the only thing against it but i agree that in the context of the movie it works really well too so it it should be on the list i think
3: okay chris you're up uh
4: i guess i'll go with the uh the moon landing in first man because um did we say that already or is that on the list
3: oh no yeah and it belongs there for sure
4: yeah I, i i uh i feel like that movie for one thing the movie's better than i gave it credit for being when i first saw it but when I first saw it, even when I was slightly underwhelmed by it, that scene is the scene that I love the most.
3: Yeah. Can we also say that includes the uh, scene with the crater, right?
4: Yeah. I I meant like the whole, like literally the entire sequence where it opens up into IMAX and it ends with him throwing uh, a certain item into the crater.
3: Yeah. I think that is one of the most emotionally powerful moments of the year.
4: Yeah. I agree. I also
3: agree. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it deserves to be on this list. Okay, Peter, uh, eighth time's the charm. <laughs> what would do you want to put on this list?
1: Uh, I'm bouncing between two different things, one of which I know you guys are probably going to argue with, and one of which I think you guys are, will agree, but I feel like I need to argue these. So I'm going to propose another scene from Avengers Infinity War. Cue Chris Groan. <laughs> No? Okay. Which go, go ahead. Uh, let's, let's hear okay. it. Okay, it's, hear a, it's a moment, a moment where, where Thanos and both Thanos and Gamora realize what Thanos needs to do to get the Soul Stone and how Gamora, like, believes that there's nothing he loves and he is willing to sacrifice the, the one thing that we know that Thanos loves. Like, I feel like it's the one death in that movie that, like, really... Like kind of hits me in the heart. Like it really like is a more dramatic moment than you usually get in these, you know, summer blockbuster superhero films. Like it it is a more uh complex moment than we see in these films.
2: I guess I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out and say it. I don't think it should go on the list. Um I think that this really re- um, rides on whether you connect with thanos throughout the film and this is a movie that is like it is about but, thanos and but i don't like think his, it's his, about his, that his biggest
1: arc. you're seeing it from her side of it like of her being haha you you don't love anything and in her realizing that like she her realizing that he actually did love her and that what's what the consequences of that's gonna be
2: yeah i feel like it's a good movie moment a moment in the movie but i don't know i just i don't think it it has that quite a big of an impact even as much as like the last infinity war scene that we were discussing the the star lord meets um iron man and everyone so i don't i will put my vote against it just to say to put that out there yeah,
3: well, i'll say that the one moment thanos snaps his fingers is the moment for avengers that i think overwhelms everything else to the point where I think it speaks for the entire film. Uh, I have a hard, I have a I really feel like hard t- time. We've spent fully ten, with
1: the bat. we've spent ten years coming up to this one film, and I feel like it deserves more than one moment.
3: But no one's agreeing. <laughs> I'm alone here. <laughs> uh, I like
4: this movie
3: a lot. I like it a lot, but it wouldn't even make my top thirty of the year. You know, it it it, it, it has one truly incredible moment, which is the finger snap. And I have a really hard time justifying everything else in my mind i'm willing to, i'm willing to be worn down peter i'm willing to have let you wear me down and and, and um it, get it, does, on the list. it doesn't I'm,
1: sound like the rest of the group is willing to have me wear them down so i don't i don't know what I, i'm willing i just don't connect to these moments in the in
0: the way that you do i don't know it, it doesn't strike me as um i don't know as, as like the year at large you know we're talking about uh yeah but this I, I is know.
4: better
1: than like she put her tongue in me like, this, I don't know, that is uh, look, like, so... I, disagree with you, uh,
3: <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I feel like, like you, said, you said you had two choices, one that was going to unite us, the one that was going to divide us, what was the one that was going to unite us?
1: I don't even remember um, <laughs> the credit scene in Deadpool 2, because I don't know. Wow.
0: Uh, a really uh, impressive, compelling argument there, Peter.
1: <laughs> I'm defeated. I'm, I'm defeated at this point because like <laughs> Hi, Avengers Peter. Infinity War is like one of my favorite movies of the year. And I feel like it's getting no love on this list, despite it having a cultural impact. I don't know. I feel like these are moments people talk about. And instead we're putting on moments that like people from movies that people haven't even seen and don't connect with.
4: Can I that... think you're like generalizing that there are a lot of people who see these movies. I mean, it's not you know we're not just making this stuff up. Oh, they're, no, they're no, people. no I, I know that. It's just like
1: there's moments on this list that are like from a movie that two people on this podcast have seen. I don't
3: know. It's. It, do I, you know what I mean, I, I'd I, rather have like a a scene from a movie where two people. Can passionately convince everybody else that belongs on the list, a list. than a moment where half the crew actively thinks it shouldn't be on there. But that's personally my choice, my my belief in House List but, should be structured. But
1: it's kind of annoying because I feel like more than half of this podcast can't argue against those points because we haven't seen those movies. Mm. uh Brad, you were going to say something.
5: I will, I I was going to kind kind of break the rules a little bit in an effort to kind of. Appease Peter and his Avengers Infinity War moment love desire because I re, I, re, I thought I actually think this probably should have been on the list initially, but I don't know why I didn't think of it. But I think that the entire fight against Thanos on Titan is probably worth it simply because it contains so many moments, especially when Star Lord ruins everything and that, that, that brief moment when you see the gauntlet almost get ripped from Thanos' hands. And like there's just so many quick beat quick beats in it that make like that such a, a dire, desperate moment. And, you know, from Stark nearly get, um getting killed by Thanos to Doctor Strange giving up and all these things. I think that entire sequence is 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 worthy. But that's 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 me kinda of breaking the rules and I don't know how everyone feels about that see i
0: i actually would agree with that because that's a moment where that i think uh improves on the airplane or airport fight scene from civil war where it's like everybody you know joining together and using their powers in creative and interesting ways that that to me the titan scene uh, in infinity war is the answer of like what comic book fans have wanted so i would definitely go to bat for that moment over the the thanos gamora realization moment so maybe it's just a matter of like the specific moments that Peter's going to bat for just weren't the, weren't the "quote unquote" right ones uh, for me. But I don't know.
2: Will I'm gonna go I, back I to an old argument. I honestly feel like
1: civil war is better than that. Like the fight in civil war is better uh, than that moment. But I want
2: to go back to an old moment that Peter was arguing for before, which was the Star Lord meets uh the Avengers moment with the the where is Gamora, who is Gamora, um, what is Gamora thing. Because I do think that moment. Is something that has, you know, seeped into pop culture. Not only in the mem- memification of it, but it's become one of the identifiable moments of Avengers: Infinity War.
1: Awkward silence. I agree.
2: <laughs> I'm defending let's, you, Peter. Let's Jacob, put
4: what are that we doing? on the hey. list. I agree. You Thanks, agree with everyone. which one? I don't know. Whatever. I I feel bad. Peter sounds so upset now I'm feeling I'm like not really... I'm
1: not upset it's just like I'm so
4: I take it disappointed. back every <laughs> I'm, d- I'm disappointed Horror because it's like... Be on this list. <laughs> like no I do agree that the, 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 the what is Gamora scene is actually very funny I remember laughing a lot at that scene so I have no objection to
3: that yeah I, I think if we're going to include one more Avengers scene uh, Star Lord meets the Avengers with that whole why is Gamora um, I, I, I have been worn down effectively I will put that on the list if everybody thinks that one works
2: yes yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like of the choices, that's the best option so far. Do it. I mean, I, it.
1: Vo- I voted for it initially, so I approve. Yep. Yeah.
3: All right. So good job, Peter. One of your choices made <laughs> the list. I'm very proud of you. I've worn
1: everybody down. I'm a success. <laughs> All right. So, By the, the way, the way I was with someone last night uh, who was so angry, Chris. Every single time that you say... That you hate superhero movies. I never said I <laughs> hate. The, 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 yeah, they're they like I, I'm not, or I don't. I forget what was, they, they were like. Fuck him and his horror movies. Wow.
4: I, I have never once said I hate superhero movies ever. That ever.
0: would be a stupid thing to say because they encompass such a,
1: a broad range <laughs> no, no, of no, types what, what, of movies. He quoted you. I forget what the quote was.
4: Well, he better get my quotes I right. Think whoever was your this
2: Spider-Man review where you're like. Uh, or you're like, no other superheroes movies except for this one.
4: <laughs> no. I, the argument I made in that review is I wish more superhero movies would follow this example and do something innovative instead of doing the same goddamn thing over and over again.
3: <laughs> I want to nominate uh, – how many of us here have seen um, The Battle of Buster Scruggs? Me.
4: I have. All
3: right. Is it just me, Ben, and Chris? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to make an argument for a scene early on, the best scene in the movie, and for my money, the biggest laugh of 2018, it's not from Game Night. That is the the death of Surly Joe, or Curly Joe, as he's credited, but the song the song refers to him as Surly Joe, which is where um, Buster Scruggs, a singing, dancing, murderous cowboy, walks into a saloon without his weapons, and Clancy Brown, playing Surly Joe, draws on him, and in a move out of Bugs Bunny, lifts his boot, Hits the table so hard a plank from the table rises up, hits his gun, and repeatedly shoots Sir Lee Joe in the face with his own pistol because he's tapping the table with his boot. It is literally something you'd see Bugs Bunny do to Elmer Fudd, except that a man dies and there's tons of blood and it's followed by a huge musical number. And I've never laughed. La- I didn't laugh harder at anything last year. It's literally Looney Tunes yeah. meets ultra violence in the West with musical numbers by the Coen Brothers. It is. I I feel like it has to be on the list unless anybody really hates this moment.
0: It was so unexpected for me. I think that's one of my favorite moments in the movie. Chris, did you like that part?
4: Uh yeah. I think that's literally the best. It's like all downhill after
3: that that moment because it's so good. <laughs> uh, I, I know that uh, Peter and HT uh, said they hadn't seen this yet. Does this is sound like something that would, that would that belongs to the list, or do or do we need to maybe table it for now?
2: i I'm, I'm I'm fine with it. I think. I remember people talking about that particular moment um, post, like, the release of Buster Scruggs and saying that, yeah, it's the only good, like, segment of the entire movie.
3: Yeah, I don't love the movie, but I think the first segment and this scene in particular are remarkable. Like, they're, they're some of my favorite Clone Brothers moments ever in a pretty okay Clone Brothers movie. Yeah, I think it's got to go on there. All right. All right, so this brings us to um, – we have 24 on the list right now. What we're going to do is we're going to get to number 25 – Uh, End this episode and come back and finish these debates uh, at a a future time. Uh, So, Ben, you have the honor of picking uh, our 25th slot. All right. So, I'm going to pick a. A moment
0: that should surprise absolutely no one. Uh, I'm going to choose a moment from Searching. I'm going to say it's the opening scene in Searching, which I think um, really encapsulates what the movie can do as a whole. But just in a few minutes of prologue where it basically establishes all of the relationships in the uh, key family in the movie. And it paints the, uh, the adolescence of Margot, who is the teenage daughter who goes missing later in the film. It sort of uh, tracks her from you know a very young child all the way up to high school. And it, it uh, paints this portrait of her family and, and her relationship with her mom and her mom uh, getting cancer and eventually dying. It is heartbreaking. It is um, so effectively done. And it, it's reminiscent of Up, the the famous uh, sequence from Pixar's Up that is, uh, you know, one of those things that that sort of transcends the movie. And everybody, you know, when you talk about that scene from Up, everybody knows what you're talking about there. I think this scene from Searching is the modern computer equivalent of that because it all takes place on computer screens. It is uh, yeah, a really, really great moment. I think arguably the best moment in the movie, even though I I obviously love the whole thing. But I think it starts out incredibly
1: strong. Yeah.
2: I agree with everything Ben said. The,
1: the, yeah, Ben's
3: the, been, go ahead, Peter.
1: The the only reason I didn't bring this moment up is I didn't want to waste one of my entries because I knew Ben was going to bring it up. So uh, <laughs> yeah. th- I 100% agree.
3: Yeah, Ben's been banging on the searching drums since January of last year with uh, this at Sundance. And uh, I feel like to not have searching on this list after all of Ben's passion for it would be a crime. So it needs to be on there. All right. All right, so that brings us to our... Uh, Current 25 is not top 25 is our current 25. <laughs> um. Let's see, uh, Ben, how would you read the uh, when at the top 10 uh, or the, the first 10 of those? Sure, yeah. The
0: Cheddar Goblin bathroom breakdown from Mandy, Cassius discovers Steve Lift's true plan from Sorry to Bother You. Oh no, he died from Game Night, the bathroom fight from Mission Impossible Fallout, the bear boar monster from Annihilation, Thanos snaps his fingers from Infinity War, Colin's final rap, Blindspotting, the final five minutes from Black Klansman. the first shallow performance from A Star is Born, and the death of X Force from Deadpool 2.
3: And HG, have 11
2: through 20? Uh, Judy Greer's gotcha moment from Halloween. The helicopter chase from Mission Impossible Fallout. Miles takes a leap of faith, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Daniel's prison story, If Beale Street Could Talk. And the beach scene from Roma. That, uh, yeah, that was okay. 15, right? Yeah. All right, uh, oh, 20. Um, Oh 20, okay, sorry. Charlie Loses her head, hereditary, the car scene from eighth grade, the dance scene from The Favorite, Eric Kilmonger's Final Words from Black Panther, and the Mahjong game from Crazy Rich Asians.
3: And I'll round out the, the final five: Mr. Rogers' testimony and Won't You Be My Neighbor. Neil Armstrong lands the moon in IMAX first man. Star Lord meets the Avengers. Avengers: Infinity War. The death of Sirly Joe. The battle of Buster Scruggs. And the opening scene from Searching. All right, so we still have a ways to go. We, we need a tw- we have 25 more slots to fill. And as you can see, like it's getting contentious. And this is what I wanted out of this. Like I, I, for those of you listening, we're all friends. We're all coworkers. We're all colleagues. We're going to leave this and be fine. So the heroes are getting arguing or getting angry. It's we're just, like, Don't worry, we're not actually mad at each other We're yeah, having yeah. a proper discussion And we hope you enjoyed this Because we're going to be back to finish this list up uh, At a later date um, So Peter, how about you uh, take us down here
1: yeah, uh, I think we're over our time. So I'm just going to cut it out to say that uh, you can find all of us on com. This podcast, Home Daily, is published every weekday on iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Send us your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at Peter at SlashFelm.com. Tell us if you, if you liked this uh, segment, maybe we'll give a, give you more of a look behind the scenes on uh, how we decide these things on SlashFilm.com. And uh, please go to our iTunes uh, page, write us a review, give us five stars, tell your friends, spread the word, and we'll see you on Monday. And maybe then one of the movies I suggest lets us <laughs> make it on to the movie moments.
3: Yeah, I, I thought this was a blast, guys. Yeah, yeah,
2: this is actually a good way to do it. I like this yeah. a lot.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's been fun. So when we, when we come back um, for the next episode, whether it's you know Monday or Tuesday or whenever Peter uh, thinks we should record it, um, we'll maybe we'll do the same thing. We'll go through and, and pick out some easy ones to remove because it's interesting. See like some fat on this list again, and then we'll get down to the final twenty-five. Figure out what belongs in here.
4: Right.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good.
3: All right. Cool.